What's up, good people? What up, Wednesday? What it do, Wednesday? And welcome to St. Louis Organics Presents Who's to Blame? The podcast. Episode 496. We're getting closer and closer. It's episode 500. But how is everyone doing today? Hope we're doing well. And welcome to the show. Oh, man, if it's your first time tuning in, thank you so much. All my podcast listeners out there that are listening through Anchor, Spotify, or iTunes, thank you so much. For the folks that are tuning into our live show of this right now on Facebook, Who's to Blame? Instagram, at W2B Dre Montez, as well as YouTube Dre Montez. Thank you so much. Hope everyone is having a great hump day so far. We're having a great hump day so far. If not, we'll try to figure things out. This is uh, my favorite month of the season. It is October. It's Libra season. Shout out to all the Libras out there. If you're celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday to you. My Uncle Jimmy, my Uncle William, my cousin Bank, all you guys, happy birthday to you for show. And if you're celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday to you. All right. If you're celebrating anything, congratulations. If it's your anniversary, congratulations, you do deserve it. Or if you now just got that raise and they kicked in on the check right now, you can see it. That's what I'm talking about. If your new business venture is about to take off, we like mentioning that. People out here doing things in the business world, keep up the positive work that's going on. And just because they haven't told you a great job doesn't mean you're not doing a great job, okay? Our seven principles that we're going to start out with on this day. Let it go. Ignore them, meaning the haters. Give it time. It'll work itself out. Don't compete with nobody. Only compete with yourself. Stay calm. No matter what, it's on you. And more importantly, we're going to laugh. You need to laugh. And this past week, in sports and entertainment, I've laughed in more ways than one. I have questions. I have thoughts. I don't have any ideas, but I don't think no one predicted the things that are happening right now. Just just some of these things that are out there. But before we get into it, one of the craziest and wildest holidays coming up that I really am fond of. But you know, we got to do high fives, chest bump, hug it out. In the words of Deion Sanders, what is swag? What is swag? What is swag? What is swat? I am swat. What is swat? What is swat? What is swat? Swat. 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 What is swat? One of my favorite holidays is coming up. For entertainment purposes only. As a kid, it was definitely fun. When you get into adulthood and you find out there are other versions of this holiday to experience and explore, it really takes you to an interesting path. And I'm talking about Halloween, kids. Halloween is coming upon us. Since the age of 18 up until now, here's what I've gathered about Halloween. I think more people have sex on Halloween than Valentine's Day. Who's to blame? Enlighten me. Why does that happen? It's because you get to be someone that you're not, the anonymity, the role playing, the hot costumes. I still think She-Hulk will be the most popular one, and someone's going to wake up the next day with some green on them. 
but I'm just running the numbers through my head. All the people that I've met over the years, you know how men and women share stories about what they did over Halloween weekend. I am convinced without a shadow of the doubt that Halloween could be the day, the weekend, the one entity that we all have sex. I think that's it. I don't think it's your birthday. Overrated. I don't think it's Thanksgiving. Interesting. Christmas, eh. New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Mardi Gras. See, those, those holidays, I think you make out, but you're not really putting through. You're not really getting the gush. You're not really putting out for real. Who's to blame? So I think Halloween is, for one, the costumes. For two, if you're an adult, you're to a point you don't have to wear a costume anymore. You know, you just be who you are. Get creative with the wordplay and word talk. If they have kids, guess what? They do Halloween in very nice neighborhoods now in the daytime a week before. So no excuses. No excuses. Think about it. Let it marinate. Let it sink in. But I'm thinking for adults. I never thought about sex in high school for Halloween. Not till I got in the Navy and I saw how they did Halloween over there. Oh, that's a different world. That's a different world, kids. Everybody always wants to go to these exotic islands and destinations during a, a certain time of the year or for spring break or New Year's Eve or, oh, try going like a Tuesday to a Thursday somewhere and get your entertainment value out of it that way. But Halloween is the most sexable day I think out there. Everybody getting busy, getting it in, knocking boots, ripping wigs off, giving you a whole new frontal exam. Hip action day, as I call it. <laughs> Hip action day, as I call it. Well, let's get on into today's actual topic of Who's to Blame the Podcast, episode 496. And it has to be the winner of more water cooler talk conversations this year ever. I have to go to the NFL. We've been kind of hard on the NFL's fans over the past 10 years, the negotiations with the NFL direct TV situation, the versus network getting involved in grown folks' business. They shouldn't even been involved in the conversation. No way. Going on up our fees for no apparent reason at all. Why does the veterans Jersey cost so much for veterans in the NFL? We should get it at a discounted price. But then the actual gameplay. And this year, with the Tua incident, the league has been in a very bad pivotal situation. So as the players, we all know what dirty hits are. Remember the old 1970s NFL Films Presents? When they show football, give you that voice. These were the days of the frozen tundra. When football was looked upon in the days of a way to win the war on Sunday. That's what it was. The hits. The hits they're doing today. They made some changes. They stopped some TV shows. They stopped a nice segment that ESPN had on called You Got Jacked Up. Can't do that no more. For the integrity of the game. And to actually show care and concern for these players that are playing this game. There's actually a car accident on every play. So run into a brick wall as fast as you can right now. Head down. Go. 
since we had the CTE, paralysis in the NFL, concussions, neurological problems. The NFL had to really attack the situation on how to tackle. It went all the way back to youth football up to the professional level. Now, we know how to properly tackle people. But in the past few weeks, the NFL referees, the NFL Players Association, and the commissioner have all been in a bad situation. The spontaneous call, there's an uproar every time. The slow motion, there's an oh my God moment. But the speed of the game and the reality of what's going on need to factor into. Now the Tua situation, that was all on the Dolphins. Everybody that was responsible, the main culprit was fired and they're still doing things with that organization. But since then, the league has transitioned to something into over being protective in these calls. And we saw that the past four weeks since tour. If, if you run in to tackle a quarterback and you leave your feet to make the tackle, we know that you can't do that anymore. If you intentionally throw your body on top of them with that extra little sauce, we all know we're talking about. We all have done it in Sandlot football. If you play Pop Warner, you know what I'm talking about. But you can actually see the players that are attempting not to let that 340-plus body land on somebody land on the ground. I get it. But at the speed of the game, at the speed of the game, I think the NFL is in a really, really bad situation. I don't see this becoming a winnable situation for a defensive player that specializes in this type of situation, of getting at the quarterback. What about the referees? The pressure that's on them. Why New York is not getting involved more often in these plays on the field. Don't tell me it's not reviewable if I can rewind my TV at home. That is that hidden language that we don't get. Damn delay in the game. We want you to get it right. For our sake, the fan base in Vegas. We all need you to get these calls right. Are we asking the NFL referees to do too much in a short amount of time? If so, who's to blame? Is this something that's fixable by the teach-back method with technology as video? Role-playing? How can we recreate the moments to get it right each and every time? Every weekend, there has been a call to confuse all the referees involved on the field. And we find out on Monday or Tuesday, thank you, NFL Network. Thank you. Great job, guys. If the NFL New York was involved in these calls when it comes into a controversy, want these people in the booth with them, as well as in New York. You told us all this would have been fixed, Roger Goodell, when you involved this new referee and committee in style. But when it comes put to the test, it's a failure each and every time. An apology is not enough anymore on Tuesdays while I made the wrong call. Well, I made the wrong call. So between the NFL officiating, quarterbacks, and defensive players, we also have people getting it wrong with clock management in fourth down situations in the NFL this weekend. As a Denver Bronco fan, I've seen this every game. I've heard about the bad Wi-Fi in certain NFL stadiums. Isn't there a communication sponsor for the NFL? Why haven't they had wireless headsets yet? I don't know. I don't know. 
But the excuses for not competing, not winning, going for two, fourth and one, taking points off the board, some of the craziest things has happened in a short amount of time of the NFL. We're not even to the halfway point yet. And this is happening now. That lets us know that November and December is really going to get very, very interesting. We're on third string quarterbacks now. So all you guys out there that have dreams and aspirations of making it to the NFL, get to know your plays because you never know when you need to be ready. So stay ready. There should be no excuses no more for a third-string quarterback not to understand the NFL playbook or the common terminology of the team you're affiliated with. Makes no sense. Who's to blame for that? A lot of these players still playing video games. Ah, that could be the issue. That could be the issue. Now, we know what happened after the game Monday night in Kansas City. We know how angry players are after a loss when they think they should have won or they were wide open. The triggering effect is the fact it was like boom, boom, the way it happened with Devontae Adams. Now the fan pressing charges, hey, hey, do you? Will the NFL do something? You know they will. You know they're going to do something. An apology, we get it. We get it. But in the heat of the moment, in the heat of the moment, you just not saying it's deserved or it's warranted or that's what you get. But at that moment in time, if you look at it from the other angle, as he looked up, it was somebody right in front of him. And I don't know if you've ever been close to an athlete since the malice at the palace. They're real protective about their space if you're in civilian clothes. That's all I'm saying. They're real protective of their space. Not taking nobody's side here, but you push me. I'm telling you, I still been in the hospital. Who's the blame? Neck brace, arm in a sling, back brace. Oh, it, yeah, it'd be a field day. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Sure would. Sure would. I love for NFL player to buy me some. <laughs> Better yet, a professional athlete. But I, I'm just wondering. And what can the league do to make it make sense when it comes to moving forward? I don't want any in-season changes or per game or certain scenarios. We're going to do this. No. It needs to be written down and understood by all 32 teams involved and all the referees working these games. All New York involved need to be working every game from now on. There should be no reason we should hear a statement coming from the NFL on Monday or Tuesday that, we didn't have anyone from the New York office to review that. I, I, I'm at a loss on that one. Anytime they make a statement like that, what are you really trying to say? We didn't care about that game. Sorry. It's like we should apologize for London, what we've done to football when we go over there. We owe them an apology. That's been horrible football displayed over there. Horrible. Wish I had an accent, I would do it in that accent, but I don't. But where can they go to get a significant understanding from the league, from the players, and from the fans when it comes to roughing the pass? We don't want to see a circle like they try to do in softball. Come this shit ever. We don't want to go to robots. We don't want to go to the beeping noises. What, what must we do? 
everyone has a clear understanding of this. I think what we need to do, we need to get the NFL Players Association, Roger Goodell, and everybody from the ownership to the front office of the Miami Dolphins all get together in a Zoom and take calls from the fans. That'll make me happy. That'll make me happy right there. Give us an understanding of what you want us to do as we're looking forward to our team doing better, our player getting healthy, of what the hopes of the NFL getting this right. What do you want us to do as the fans and what has been done the first five weeks in NFL? Go, Miami, you're on the clock first. Go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear those basic relationship fail statements, though. I don't know. She was there. I don't know. I don't know how she got my number. I don't want to hear that. Let's get to the core, get to the truth, and tell us what happened, what can we learn from that, and moving forward, start next year, this is what we're going to see when it comes to roughing the passer call. Go. I'd be happy. But it has to be open transparency all around. They just can't go in a room and have a meeting and put out Article 2.597, Section 2AB, and expect the fucking fans to understand that. No. Demonstrate to us. Demonstrate to us how you want us to do this. Because it seems like people who can't do two push-ups and five jumping jacks are the ones that are in charge of making the calls of the NFL. Want to see them suit up in uniforms and reenact every disfraction and penalty you can get in the NFL. Maybe that'll make me happy. You know how upset we get when people talk about sports who've never played? Who people try to give you financial about? Financial advice, never has had a job past two weeks. What? People who don't even have kids, can't even have kids, want to give you parenting advice. You know how we feel about that. We get in our feelings. So I think right now the NFL fan base is pretty much in their feelings, whether you're a Brady fan, whether you're a Tua fan, whether you're a Dak fan. We want our players to be protected the right way without lending a hand, without cheating the game or us. That's all we want. Can the NFL do that? Who's to blame? This is a fixable thing. But there's too many moving parts. It's not as hard as they're trying to make it out to be. If they would have handled this the right way from the Miami game, we would not be in this situation. We would not be in this situation. Hands down. I'm a firm believer that, and I'm sticking by it. I think certain things happen become a trigger oh we got to watch that oh we got to watch that now we got to watch that look at the emotion on the sideline three weeks in a row there's been a player slammed their helmet on the ground three weeks in a row watch they come out with provisions against that now so they're concentrating on the wrong thing you tell the players to be appreciative it's okay to show emotion then they do it hey you might want to calm that down why can't they have fun Who's to blame? But NFL, I'm not saying we have a huge problem. I do believe this is something that needs to be addressed. Some kind of way to make it make sense. Each and every time there's an NFL game played. I'm not saying I'm looking at the game, looking for the referees to make faults and mistakes. But when the obvious thing is right here in front of us, why can't we get that right? It shouldn't take an argument at the water cooler between Ted and Tyrone over what happened last week. We all know the call was wrong. Call was wrong. We can all agree, right? Okay. Now, there are certain things that have happened that we would never, ever, ever agree on in football, and that's okay. 
We got a Lion Kingness, Akuta Matata. It's in the past. But some things we cannot put in the past that occurs in this season. All that technology, all those camera angles, all those mics, and they cannot seem to get a nice consistency with the fan base going. They just, just can't. You know why people don't like the NFL? We're arguing about calls every weekend. Every weekend, we're arguing about the same thing. And non-NFL players, this is what, non-NFL fans, this is what they say. That's why I don't follow the NFL no more, Dre. The only reason you don't follow a sport because we argue all the time, it's the reason we watch sports. We like to argue with each other. Well, sometimes. We call it debating. You know, most people say, honey, let's go upstairs and talk. Other people say, hey, let me go get me some. It's however you make it out to be. It's however you make it out to be. And what the NFL is doing this year, it's not making out to make any sense to me at all. And who's to blame? Before we get out of here with the podcast, episode 496, I played softball for a very long time, 25 years. And I've met some amazing people, learned some valuable lessons, had some great arguments, played some horrible softball, played some good softball. But the people I've met have touched me in all kinds of ways. I played with people that I never thought I would play with. I've talked with people I've never played with but wanted to. I've had some great talks with some coaches and fans of the game. In my softball world here in the St. Louis area, they lost a great person yesterday, great person. Well, we were hit with the news yesterday, or at least I was. My man Squirrel, I tell you, he was a great pleasure to talk to. Always had a smile on his face. And the nickname that I had when I played ball was Brumman. And the way he would talk to me, it was just, it was always a laugh. It was always a smile. But it was that that mentoring, what he saw, and how to get me over the hump, a steady the course that I'm on. You got these boys in the right spot, bro, man. Keep them where they at. You know, it was, it was more of those talks. And, of course, the lobby of the hotels. I think I rode out of town with him one time with another group of people. You know, the drinks, the conversations about the game, the respect for one another in this game. The respect for one another in this game of softball is at a whole different level. I haven't been around it the way I was in years past, but I have not forgot my love of the game ever. I mean, that's kind of one of the main reasons I still wear a visor. Softball will be me forever in a day. But Squirrel, rest easy, my man. Rest easy, my man. Says friends and family and softball family. My man Squirrel. So that with the NFL, I guess we will see. Time will tell. We can Denzel watch to this thing. We got to be real patient about it. If you just tuned in here, you can go from the beginning. We talked about one of the biggest put-out days of the year is approaching. I think it's Halloween. I really do believe it. Do your facts and research. I'm not basing it on me either. I'm just based on everybody that I've known since I turned 18 when it comes to you know making your own decisions on Halloween. And also the main topic today, we talked about the NFL, my thoughts since the rough and the passer situation. Where should we go from here, NFL? And where do we stand with this call? I mean, NFL players, players association, referee committee, and as well as the uh, NFL commissioner and all 32 team owners. You need to get all the defensive coordinators involved in this too. Because this is not a video like press play at 830. Here's what we discussed. I'm wondering how does that do? They just do a something. Somebody missing something. 
Now, there are some players out there, hey, they just don't understand it. But the ones that do get it, it's affecting the way they play the game, their style of play. It really is. But boys and girls, children of all ages, we're going to get up out of here because we got to get ready for Montez at midday. If you want to tune into that show, we'll be coming at you at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. And that comes in at on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays for sure. So I want to thank you guys for tuning into the show today. It has been fun. It's been pleasurable. We've had some laughs today. You need to laugh. Get it all out the way. Get us some music to get up out of here. And I will see you guys until next time. And we're getting closer and closer to that step I'm talking about of episode 500. But thanks again for tuning in to the show today. I tell you what.org. My music at what my music at what my music all oh, the music tripping on me right now. Okay. I get my music. I get my music, 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 music. Where my music at? Where my music at? Bounce 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 bounce. Chicken bounce 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 bounce. I got that swag, y'all. I got that swag, y'all. I got that swag, y'all. Who got that swag? What is swag? Uh, what is swag? Uh. All right, kids. And we'll see you next time. Peace. And as always, don't forget to appreciate the details of the day. <laughs> <laughs>